What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Talking's podcast. I am your host, Joey. And I am your host, Bobby. And it's been a long time. It's been a while. Yeah, one whole month. I think longer than a month. Yes. It's good to be back. Yes, my friend. Should we tell the audience why we've been kind of uh, postponed? Yeah, sure. We We can do that. Um, I was gone in Orlando training for an entire month. He left me I by left. myself the entire time. He just said one day, hey, man, I'm leaving. Look, said, what? <laughs> look, I tried. I brought the mic with me. I had absolutely no time. None. It was intense. It was intense training for a month and a half. Or a month. Excuse me. I can't even get my time straight. I forgot what Utah was like. Uh, that's yeah the training what you were telling me earlier seems pretty hardcore stuff yeah i thought you literally just go there just to interview and that's it you know then they like have you do some training but no let me just open this really fast yeah do your thing <sighs> yes yes kind of light what the hell what's it's, a blonde ale yeah i like that one Part of the big wave family. I kind of like it. It's alright. Do you have it? Oh, you. Oh, she yours? wants some. She oh, wants some. I was drinking some. yours. I'm sorry. No. Oh, what the hell? The hell? Chugging mine. You already have one. She wanted to try it. Alright. <clears throat> Anyways. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, I almost forgot how to do the, the whole thing in the beginning section. Right. <laughs> It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a while since I first saw you. Get that Nickelback shit out of here. Is that? That's not Nickelback. It's been a while. It's been a while. I think that's Nickelback. Is that Three Doors? Not Three Doors Down. Somewhere around that time era. Anyways. Not important. <laughs> but what what is important is telling me about your whole experience. Your life is about to change for the better. Oh, yeah. Dramatically. Well, in a sense, I guess. No, I, so, I was out in training for a month, like I said, and Mm -hmm. I was training to become a flight attendant again. I was a flight attendant back in 2002. Um, I did it for about five years and took a break from it till my kids got a little older. Here we are. Fast forward, they're a little older. (laughs) Applied. I actually applied. Funny thing is I actually applied to be a flight attendant back in 2019. And I didn't get the job. I applied with United. And kind of thank God because then the pandemic hit. Yeah, and then everyone was like losing their jobs. Yeah, everybody was losing their jobs. People got furloughed and stuff like that. So I kind of waited, you know what I mean, all through the pandemic. And yeah, everybody started hiring again and I jumped on it, so... Here we are. Here you are. You rocking the black and yellow colors, black, BKZ colors. Black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> no, yeah, I'll be flying. Shout out to them. I've actually never flown on them before. Um, one of the main reasons why I applied for them is because they had a base in Vegas. So I'm one of their bases, I guess, yeah. is in Vegas. And Close I, to home. It was close to home. I got lucky enough to get Vegas. I wasn't even sure when I went out there if I was going to get it or not. Yeah. But I got awarded Vegas. 
So I'll be back and forth between here and Vegas. Um, Vegas isn't bad. It's got a great dance scene up there, obviously. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'll be staying with Estevan, so that'll be kind of cool. Estevan, shout out to Estevan. Um, and yeah, I mean, flight benefits, all the nine. It'll be nice. Telling me it was uh, sounds like a, a wet dream. That's what it sounds like. Kinda. It's gonna be hell on earth for the first year, I bet, because I'm just on reserve, which means. I only know what days I'm on, and they basically put you on call uh-huh. for a 10-hour time period, and they have three different like uh, shifts, I guess, that they put you on call. So I only know that for the first uh, roughly year, and then once I can hold a line, which means I can hold, I can bid for like the places I actually fly and lay over and all that fun stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> it'll cut become a lot better do you get a work phone or do you just have to use your personal phone i i use my personal phone but they give me like i think it's like a 45 percent discount for your phone that you use now for my phone bill yeah oh shit yeah they hook you up yeah because you mean you have to have it for your job but one, one of the many perks what i mean like there's cons to it too i won't be here very often well I get 12 days off a month, so I'll be here 12 days a month. Really? <laughs> yeah. 12 days a month. That's pretty cool. Which isn't too bad if you consider, like, a standard job gives you, what, two week, two days off a week? Total eight out, or eight days a month? Yeah. So. Dang, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. That's, that's kind of sad. Right? Yeah, that's kind of sad. So you only <laughs> you get you eight really days a month for just your, to do whatever the fuck you want, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. The rest you're owned so you get four more days off a month when you're a flight attendant but then again you're sacrificing being around all yeah. the time I was away interesting so, but when was, you go ahead I was just ask you what was the hardest thing becoming a flight attendant particularly what you had to go through dude that training was rigorous it was it was crazy so it was kind of like military-esque you if you you basically you get what they call three situationals so you get to fuck up three different times if you fuck up three different times then you're gone they cut you okay um and that when ways to mess up i guess is if you come out of compliance like as far as the way you're dressed like if you wear the wrong shoes if you forget to wear a belt if you yeah things like that so you had to be like dress clothes, button up, best uh, business shirt. casual. Oh, business. So you know, slacks and a polo <laughs> shirt or khakis and the collar, collar, something with a collar, um, and it had to be black or yellow shirts. Sweet. Which uh, you know, obviously black that's their colors, um, but the pants had to be either slacks or khakis, um, and then. Only black shoes. Can't have any brown, no buckles, nothing. And then, obviously, you can't ha- have too many crazy... You can't have crazy piercings. Like, you can't have your nose pierced, things like that. Damn it. You can I <laughs> know, right? You can have one ear piercing per ear. No visible tattoos. There, there was a lot. And 
So, I mean, that's one way that you get a situational. Another way is, like, they always had you, you had to bring required items, like your passport, a watch. Um, a watch? Yeah. because oh, you can't look at your phone, right? No, you can't have your phone. That's another one. Can't have your phone. You have to have, or you can, you have to have a watch because when you're a flight attendant, you need to be, you need to have the time. Yeah. For medicals, emergencies, anything like that, you need to be able to tell them exactly what time it was. Okay. Um, I mean, they're basically just setting you up for what it's like to be a flight attendant. Yeah, yeah. For the people that don't know, because the majority of the class didn't had never been a flight attendant before. There were, I think there was like four of us out of 60 that wow. were flight attendants before. Hmm. The funny thing is, is uh, one of the guys in my class... He came from Frontier. Yeah. And two weeks into our uh, class, they announced that we're merging with Frontier. So I was like, welcome back, motherfucker. Welcome back, bitch. Yeah, he, he just wastes his whole time. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. But he, he was happy. I mean, overall, he was, he was <laughs> All right, fine. cool. Like, All right, whatever. But, so yeah, there was that. And then obviously, if you didn't pass your test, you had... All the tests, to pass the test, you have to get 90% or higher. Is this like a physical or like a written test? Written test. Written test. And, uh, yeah, if you passed, and then if you failed, if you got lower than a 70%, yeah, you were automatically cut. Out. Yeah. So you had to get at least a 70% um, to be able to retake it. Okay. And you could only retake it once. And you only get three retakes for the entire month that you're there. Whoa. So you can fail three times with 70% or higher. But if you fail um, less than 70, do you have to wait like a whole year? Do you have to? Uh, six months. Six months? Yeah. Before you can reapply and then you have to start all over again. So I think there was a total of 16 tests the, t- the entire time I was there. Okay. And some days there was like three tests in a day. So you can imagine if you failed the test before. Because if, if you fail the test before, but you got higher than a 70, you got to retake it, right? Yeah. And you had to retake it the very next day on your lunch. So let's say we had a test on Thursday. You fail it. Friday, you have two other tests already scheduled, uh-huh. but now you have to take another test on your lunch as well. So you have three tests in one day. Yeah, that's so a lot, man. It was it was intense, and we had, we I think we ended with fifty two or fifty three people out of sixty two. So we didn't lose that many, mm-hmm. but the class one of the classes started out with about sixty two and ended with twenty three. <laughs> So it, it was it's not it was for intense. everybody. It is not. I had people in my class that were, you know, mass. They had master degrees in like nursing or law school things like that, and said that this was way harder. Not because the material was necessarily hard. It's just the the whole process. Yeah, you learning. You you go to class nine to ten hours a day, six days a week, and. It's just, you've got to learn that information fast. You know what I mean? If you don't, then you're cut. So. 
it was pretty crazy. There was people getting cut the last week I was there. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. Making it all that way, and then, sorry. In fact, there was one guy. So they also give you a COVID test every once a week. Mm-hmm. And if you get COVID, they quarantine you. You have to quarantine in the hotel for 10 days, and then they you have to start all over again. If you get COVID, um, they let you just go into the very next training class. Oh, okay. So one of the guys in my training <clears throat> class, shout out to Greg, he, God bless his fucking heart, he got COVID the last week he was there. The last week he was there, he got tested positive for COVID, had to quarantine for 10 days, and then start in my class at the very beginning and do it all over again. Damn. So he was there a total of two months. I don't know if I could do that. That bites. <laughs> a lot of waiting. But he graduated, so congratulations, Greg. God bless you. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, other than that, it was in Orlando. It was actually really nice. The one nice thing about it was... It was you're just in a bubble. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch any TV. Mm-hmm. All all that mattered to me was going to class, studying, homework, taking tests. Wow, for a whole month. For a whole month, Jesus. Right, so you don't think about anything else going on around the world. No, you haven't sent me any TikToks. I Nothing. Like, I didn't even look at TikTok. Focused. I did not even look at TikTok. I barely got on social media at all. Um, it was actually really, really nice. It was refreshing because things just don't start, ex- they just don't exist anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <clears throat> the whole pandemic didn't, even though I was getting tested every week, week, I wasn't going anywhere. So I wasn't really worried about right, right. anything. Nobody, actually nobody in any of the training classes tested positive, which was, thank God. But, yeah, you tend to forget about that shit. I mean, and nobody's, it's in Florida, nobody's wearing masks. Although we had to wear masks the entire time. When we were on the hotel premises, we had to wear masks, even if we're walking around in the hotel. Yeah. Wow. Which, I get it. But everybody else walking around with no mask on, just envying everybody that was maskless. You know what I mean? Even though I felt really protected, I guess, you know, when you're wearing yeah. that, just whatever. Um, but yeah, that was crazy. And yours was in uh, Florida? It was in Orlando, yeah. Orlando. So the weather was really, really nice. But you like, didn't really go out and do anything, though, right? No. I, I spent a couple of days at the pool, okay. which was nice. In the hotel? <laughs> yeah. But they had a nice pool set up and everything. They had a lot of really nice restaurants because it's kind of... The hotel we stayed in is like a convention center almost. There was lots of people there all the time, uh-huh. um, including 200-plus flight attendants in training. So, Damn. But yeah, overall it was, uh, it was a good experience, and it was an intense one, and I, I'm happy to be home <laughs> for at least a little bit till I leave again, which I don't even know when that is. That's insane. The man's on call. Shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, this first initial time, they'll give me my schedule as soon as 
they'll they'll give me the schedule for the month when they contact me but they're supposed to contact me within four days after I complete my last flight training or whatever, which was Saturday. Okay. So tomorrow, they should be calling me and telling me what my schedule is for the rest of the month. Okay, cool. And then from there on out, every month I get to bid for what my days off and days on are. Snap. Okay. So yeah. Are you uh, going to still teach? That's the plan. So when I get to bid for my schedule, I'm going to try to bid for the days I teach off. Initially, what it looks like is I'll be working four days in a row, and then I get four days off. And four days on, and four days off, and blah, 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 so on. So I'll try to make it so my class time ends, or is sometime within that four days that I have off, so I can teach still. Okay. Because... Obviously, that's like my passion. That's one of my biggest passions is I love teaching. So I don't want to give it up for that that easy. But that's sweet, man. Yeah. Glad you're doing what you, you want to do. Yeah. Just remember, you would work at the PCA for so long. Oh, and here God. you are now, man, making moves. Making the moves. Life. Yeah, it didn't feel like I was ever going to get out of there. <laughs> Honestly, ever. I didn't think you were ever going to get out of there either. Oh, <clears throat> I was like, my man kicks us. You stuck. Yeah, I was stuck for nine years at that place. Mm-hmm. And I hated every minute of it. But it's possible, folks. My man had kids, too. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. You just got to put your mind to it and be patient. And make massive, take max, massive action. That's the big one. Mm-hmm. You can sit there and think about shit all you want, but... I mean, that's one step in the right direction, but in order to actually make moves, you've got to take that massive action. <clears throat> Which, initially, I quit there and went to the oh, yeah. uh, residential treatment center or whatever. And then that's kind of where things started happening. Yeah. I got out of that freaking vortex. That's great. Yeah. That's refreshing. It is very refreshing. And here we are. I can't even believe it. It's kind of surreal to me right now that I <laughs> I'm back. Dude, how flying. long do you think you'd be be a flight attendant? How long? Yeah. Do I think I will be? Yeah. I'll do it. Well, my what I really want to do is I want to go to flight school and become a pilot eventually. Oh, sick. It's not and it's the weirdest thing. I had this epiphany while I was there. So, I never like grew up saying, "Oh God, I would love to be a pilot." Right? Like, who does that? I mean, there are, I guess, some people, um, but I was never one of those people who was like, "Yeah, I would love to just get on, get in the plane and fly it." You know what I mean? Like, never, not one time. And even like going through this whole training process, I'm like, "Yeah, I, I would. I'll do. A, I'd rather be a pilot than a flight attendant." You know what I mean? Only because you're behind that door and you don't yeah. have to deal with people <laughs> even though actually i i actually really enjoy dealing with people for the most part um but i i had this epiphany where i'm like i just really like to learn i like aviation i like learning about aviation in that okay. industry yeah. like all the lingo um the different parts of planes how they function things like that and I think I would really enjoy going to flight school to learn all of that. 
And then the outcome is just being a pilot. You know what I mean? Because even going through this training, you learn all about terminology and like different things with aviation. And it's kind of a, once you get into this industry, it's really addicting and it's hard to get out of. Mm -hmm. Even if you leave it and you go back to normal life, you're like, shit, I want to go back. Interesting. That's how I was. Like, back when I first started, when I was with JetBlue, I loved it. And then I got in a relationship and I got married. And I was just like, God, I hate this. You know, I want to be home. And yeah. then I quit, got another job. And I was like, fuck, I miss it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're in too deep right now. So I got to stay. You know what I mean? So be careful if you if you're going to do it. Be prepared to do it the rest of your life, or off and on the rest of your life. I never thought I would be back 15 years later doing it. Oh, yeah, I so, How's it feel being back? It feels really good. So far, I mean, I haven't really got to fly yet. Yeah. I did my, they call it an OE. You're basically, you're a supervisor, just watches you do your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was cool that, you know, it's kind of like riding a bike, but you're, that you're really rusty at. <laughs> you know it, but you don't really know it, yeah. especially after 15 years. But yeah, it felt really good for sure. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. If you need a job, let me know. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> Just anybody. But yeah. It's yeah. It is definitely not for everybody, but if you're like that person that doesn't know what to do, and you're single, and you don't have kids, bomb bomb, bomb bomb, <laughs> stalls, <laughs> and you like to travel, stalls would be a good one. I could see stalls doing it, and you liked it. Yeah, exactly. I told him, and he was pretty down. But if you like all of that, it's the best job in the world. Because you get to make your schedule. Even before, when I was a flight attendant, I would work the first two weeks. Take, like, work my ass off the first two weeks. Like, two weeks straight. And then take two weeks off at the end of the month. And then bid my next schedule for the following month to have the first two weeks off. And I'd have an entire month off. Because you don't have to work. You can work a minimum of 72 hours. Or I think a maximum of, I think, 135 hours or something like that. So you can fluctuate your schedule however you want it. The options are endless. And there's a lot of people that get into, like, real estate. They do other things on the side. They'll fly their minimum just to have the flight benefits and be able to travel all over the place and do their other job while they're doing it. Wow. So it becomes more of a part-time job. If you want it that way, and you can do, a, the world is your at your fingertips. You can go anywhere in the world world that you want. So, I'm sold. <laughs> right, but I mean, I just said I couldn't do it. <laughs> people, what people don't realize is when you go to this training, they're not training you how to serve drinks and be customer service oriented. That's what it was. No. They're teaching you how to be a doctor. <laughs> They're teaching you how to be a firefighter, a police officer. 
<laughs> all the above. They're basically bring you through this training and they train you on how to respond to basically anything that could go wrong. Worst case scenario. Yeah, medically, mechanically, whatever. So that's why it's so like intense and rigorous because they do that. I think we spent two hours talking about the actual service, the thing that I do every day in that yeah. job for two hours out of the entire month I was there. So when I got on the plane to do my little observation flight thing on Saturday, I was like, I don't know how to do this. Because <laughs> we use these iPads and you have to take orders and stuff and through using different apps on there and they never went over that. Yeah. They just handed us, here you go. There you go. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. I'm like, all right. <sighs> Anyways, that's all my shit in a nutshell, I guess. It's beautiful, man. It's new beginnings. Like new it. beginnings, yeah. New beginnings. And it's crazy how it all just kind of easily worked out and fell into place. Yeah. There was like no forcing. Before, when I applied, I felt like I was kind of forcing it. Like I just was pushing to get it. Yeah. Have you Whoa. ever... Oh, my Dare gosh. What's that phone doing in here? What is that phone doing in here? <sighs> you were saying? Anyways, have you ever felt where you wanted something so bad that you're, like, forcing it? And then there's so many obstacles that just keep popping up for you? Yeah. Yeah, and you're, like, really upset about it. And then, like, the meantime, and then, like, a couple months go by, and it just kind of clicks for you. Like, no, I'm kind of glad it didn't work out that way. Right. So that's kind of how it was in 2019 when I was, I was trying to apply to become it yeah. because it didn't happen and I was really bummed, but then the pandemic happened and I yeah. was like, huh, some something out there was looking out for me, right? Interesting. Well, this time around, it was like, no, it's going to be this. It's going to be this. It's going to be this. Even, even up to the day that I left. I took a standby flight. No, the day I, excuse me, the day I went to interview, I was on standby because my brother-in-law works for American Airlines and he gave me a standby or a buddy pass. Yeah. And he's like, here you go. He's all, all the flights are oversold right now. He's all, so I don't know if you're going to make it. And I just said, I told Andrea, I was like, you know what? I'll go to the airport. I'll try to get on this first flight and the second flight. And if it doesn't work out, it wasn't meant to be. Wow. People didn't show up for the first flight. I got on. Boom. Got there. Stayed in the hotel that they did the interview at. Got Was able to book a hotel there. And it was cheap. And, and then even going out there. So I, I, got, I got hired. And they're like, all right, your training day is this day. I'm like, all right, cool. The day before, or two days before I was supposed to go to training, I was supposed to fly out of Vegas. Okay. Right? Spirit doesn't fly out of Utah right now, but they will in May. So they, they, uh, God, what was I going to say? So I had to find a flight to Vegas 
because Vegas is one of their main hubs okay, yeah. to fly out. So anyways, I <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll ask my brother-in-law again if they have any uh, standby. And he was like, oh, we don't fly to Vegas. You'll have to go through like Denver or something. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. I get online and I start looking at tickets and Frontier has a $35 ticket, one-way ticket to Vegas. I'm like, 35 Sign me up. Wow. Got on, was literally like two seats left, and I got one of those two seats. Flew out two days later. Boom. In Vegas, got to Vegas. They sent me right up, and it just kind of flew. Yeah. It like fluidly worked out for me. I wasn't trying, you know, I wasn't like trying to force it. I was just like, huh, we'll, we'll try. I mean, you got to at least try a right. little bit. So that happened. Right in the wave, bro. Right. So the day after I get to training, they announce, they, they didn't, they didn't fly out of Salt Lake and I didn't think they were ever going to. The day after I get to training, we're going to be flying from Vegas to Salt Lake. I was like what the hell they announced that they're doing flights now yeah. in salt lake salt lake to vegas salt lake to lax and salt lake to orlando and i was like well that's crazy you know what i mean because that's just another sign that yeah, this is like, meant to be hmm. and then two weeks in, that's what i mean <sighs> like it all just kind of like laid out for me and then i got a, rewarded my base the base that I wanted. They yeah. they have five bases, and you get you pick them in order of what you wanted. Vegas obviously was my first base. I got rewarded that. I was like, Esteban lives there. He's gonna let me stay there with him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like this is amazing. You know what I mean? Like, so I just kind of trusted the process, and here we are. Things don't happen like that very often, but when they do, you should pay attention to it and just let things flow and trust the process. That's what I kept telling myself the whole time. Yeah. Just trust the process. It's beautiful. So, Dude. do you know Bob Proctor died? I did. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wait, what? Bob Proctor, he died. He died, I think, of like February 20 something, I think. Really? Yeah, dude. I looked up. I was like mind blown. I was like, oh my God, he finally died. <laughs> no shit. I yeah, didn't know that. Weird. Oh my God. See, this is the thing. Let's talk about. But I'm in my bubble. I don't know shit that's going on around the world. Bob Proctor died? Yeah, dude. The guy passed out. Just died. I think oh he was my like God. close to 80 or something. He was 87, I think. Is that what it was? Oh God. Close I to 90 then. When you said Bob Proctor, I was thinking Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Because <laughs> he died right before. Yeah. Wow. Bob Proctor. Rip to Bob Proctor. <clears throat> He's been a huge influence in my whole like last three years. I'm sure many people too, dude. Yeah. Like, millions of people probably. Oh my God. It was kind of like under the table too yeah i didn't hear too much about it like on his social media or anything I, I, the only way i like found out was through i think like a youtube video or whatever and it saw it said something like 
R.I.P. Bob Proctor and had like compilation <clears throat> videos of him and I was like what the hell so I like googled it myself and then yeah he just like recently passed away so I was like oh shit wow <clears throat> damn it's crazy that dude's Dude. gone forever now <laughs> no I need him in my life oh my god he's gone forever the cool thing is got like thousands of videos though that you could watch totally I wonder what they're gonna do with that whole institute that's crazy big organization did you did they ever tell you why did he have like a heart attack or I'd have to look it up um wow I don't think it was anything like super crazy it was just probably yeah just like old Old age age. just was his time wow punched out the clock that's insane, dude. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, I'm more shocked about that than anything in the last five years that happened. I don't even know why. Damn. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Shit. What have you been up to the last month? Let's talk about you. Oh, yeah. You know me, man. Just running around. Up and down, left, right, diagonal. Chicken, no. I've been, I've been dancing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. That's good. Um, you won. You guys won the battle. Yeah, we won. It was me, Bomb, and Thor, aka White Boy. But we ended up taking the win at Survivor Five, the one that uh, Chacho and the Dis threw. Shout out to them. It was a good time. Dude, like, it was so crazy because <clears throat> when, um, you know, we won, because actually, like, in Survivor, you know, we, we they judge the rounds one by one, right? Right. And whoever wins that round, the other person's got to, like, sit or, like, kneel, take a knee. Right. Unless one individual has, like, two lives, right? So, anyway, <clears throat> in the finals, I ended up losing uh, to Henan, and then... White boy came around and finally, like, just he was able to, you know, stick out the win for us, which was very cool because in the beginning, um, what was it? I okay, I like blacked out pretty much the entire time when I was when I was battling. Like, I get my battles mixed up in my memories, but at one point, you know, um, I think at one like white boy lost almost like every single one of his rounds it was pretty crazy it was against ben and like max and everything right and then thankfully like you know me and bomb came through and then on the other one i think white boy got taken out again and then i was able to you know finally pull the win at the very end which honestly i i don't know it could have gone either way i think everyone was just kind of gassed out and i probably had a little bit more energy that was probably the only reason but it was really cool because, like, White Boy kept getting, like, not destroyed, but, you know, he just kept, like, losing and losing. And then at the end, he was the one that, like, saved all of us. It was so cool. Hell yeah. And it was like, oh, dude, I hugged him so, like, so hard. <laughs> I was like, I freaking love you, man. It was the coolest thing ever. And then it didn't hit me until Chacho, like, handed me that trophy. I was like, whoa, dude. It was so cool. That's I awesome. I wins like that, like, when it's a trophy, like, an actual right. physical thing. Like, money's cool, don't get me wrong, but, like, 
when it's like an actual prize like a tr- like yeah a trophy like oh that's that's so cool man that is cool you battled <clears throat> Henan who was Henan with in the finals it was uh, against Henan Kid Boo and Santi oh shit dude it was uh, I'll never forget this freaking it was at the very very beginning I think Kid Boo goes out and he's doing his thing and I'm trying to like talk to white boy you know get a, kind of like a game plan going right and then you, I just hear white or uh, I just hear uh you know, Kid Boo, he goes, look at me! <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but I could not stop laughing. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Just the way he said it. When look he was at me. <laughs> like, who does that? <laughs> so freaking funny. But no, dude, that event was, it was pretty good. I felt pretty good. It was a good time. Dope. Everyone was, you know, really good. That's awesome. How many crews do you know? I think it was out of 15 or 14 crews. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of people that signed up. Yeah, there was like you know people from Vegas and Colorado there. Yeah, so, Raw Skeleton and them were out there? Yeah, like, uh, for real and Capital. Did he battle with those two? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good squad. It was. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was crazy. Who beat them? We did. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like they, I, I can only speak for myself, right? I mean, I think they have way better material than I do. I think they just kind of like, like I know Raw had like a really hard crash, and I think that's kind of what killed him. You know? Right. Kind of like just beat himself, and then, um, what was it? I think Capital. He was the one that like got gassed pretty much. Because he's the one that had two rounds, and I had two rounds, too. And I lost one of my lives, but I still had another one, and he had another one, too. Right. So then we had to kind of go after that. Wow. I think he just got gassed out. But he's he's really good. They're all really good. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> those kids are amazing. Yeah. How old are those kids? Uh, I think they're, like, in their teens. Yeah. I don't even think they're 20 yet. No, no. I'm thinking, like, 17 or 18. It's crazy to think about, dude. Because when I was 16, all I had was a swipe and a windmill. And maybe a six-step. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Times have changed. Times have definitely changed, that's for sure. No, very cool event. Thankful I went to it. I'm so thankful I asked you know Thor to come out. Yeah. When I first saw that, I was like, you know, I've never battled with Thor ever. So I asked him, and then I was trying to figure out a third. And then I think Shogun was already taken. I thought because I thought it was originally going to be like Katie Show and Henan that were going to do it. Right. I thought that's what I heard. So I was like, oh, they're they're taking they're taken. And then I thought about Bomb because I wanted Redemption with Bomb because the last time me and him battled together, we didn't even like make it past prelims. Sucks so bad. I think I remember Bomb kicking me so hard. <laughs> There's just not enough space for that man, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, anyway. he needs a lot of space to fly. But hey, here we are, pulling out the wind. It's dope. It was, it was great. That's really good. Yeah. But hey, on to the next, you know? Just keep improving. Getting yeah. Better. Yeah, freaking, I got Josh. He keeps uh, hounding me about uh, doing the Olympics. In uh, Vegas, you should. I don't know. 
I'll get you a buddy pass. <laughs> <laughs> if you could, I might do it actually. When is it? I think it's like March 16th or the 19th or something. I just, I don't know. It's just um, the fee is what kind of gets me, you know. It's like that, and then it's like, because I think it's at the district, and if there's going to be as many people as there were the last event there, it's just. Too many? In in with my skill set, I just don't think it would be that worth it personally. Just because it's like, I mean, yeah, it'd be a great experience. But like I said, if there's nowhere to like cipher, you know, and like right and test the floor, it's like fuck. Like, what's the point? You know. True. It's just I don't know. That kind of stuff just annoys me. I think the fee to do it for the Olympics is like seventy bucks. That's not bad. You act like a lie. Okay, Mr. Moneybags over here. Oh, yeah, right. You don't got that kind of money. I don't have that kind of money either, but 70 bucks is not that bad. Expect me to eat peanut butter jelly sandwiches for a whole week or something? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You and Bomb Bomb should go try out. Honestly, yeah, I think everyone should honestly try out. Just for like that experience, because that would be cool, you know. Because like, what if you may you may get yeah. far or whatever, you know? Like that's that'd be really tight. You don't know unless you try. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I'm still contemplating on it, but do they have an age limit for the Olympics? I don't know. That's that's interesting. I just know it's a it's a one v one. Hmm. I wonder how they're gonna judge that. That's gonna be. Very interesting. Yeah. Are they going to do it like the one, two, three point? Or hold up their name? You know what I mean? Like Red Bull BC1? Or are they actually going to do like like official Olympics point system scores? I don't know. Maybe. Hit up Cujo. (laughs) I don't know. He's a part of that. Oh, that's right. He is. Shout out to Cujo. Shout out to Cujo. Cujo has been talking about having b-boying in the Olympics for like 20 years, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I remember he was out here and we were all at dinner and he was talking about it. I was like, oh, that's a cool idea. That's crazy. And here we are. Well, honestly, I thought, you know, breaking would be more sponsored by like Nike, Adidas, Puma, and all these other companies. And Olympics was kind of like the last thing on my mind. Oh, yeah? Well, I guess this is here the door, we are. right? It, yeah, this, this is, is a huge door. I where it goes from here is going to be super interesting. Yeah, because I mean, even from when I started back in two thousand, it's completely changed. Yeah. So the Olympics awesome if, is a game changer. Yeah, it should be awesome if like a lot of people could get paid for it. You know. Yeah. Like. Have a decent income with it, because I think a lot of b boys deserve it. You know, put so much time and dedication into it. You're sacrificing your body for yeah. sake. And... I completely agree. Well, even you heard about the Super Bowl not paying their dancers. Really, they I've weren't. Never heard that. They weren't going to pay them, and then there's a lot of protest to it, Good. and they ended up paying them. Yeah, fuck those dudes. Yeah. yeah. So. I think like uh, for the Rebel BC one, I think I heard this from, from text. He said each competitor gets paid like two thousand dollars or something. Oh really? Just to, just, just to be, be there. there. That's dope. Yeah, super dope. That's a, like that's it's like stuff, stuff like that. I wish there would be like more opportunities. 
Oh, for sure. Hey, yeah, probably after the Olympics, you know, like maybe down the line. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. It's just, man, I wish I was like 16 again, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but everybody has to band together to like not do shit for free, you know what I mean? That is true. Because yeah. you have too many people. I mean, that's been the always the hard thing in the past is you would you would be the person that would charge but you wouldn't get the gig because they would ask somebody else that would just do it for free yeah so people need to you know stand their ground and and draw that freaking uh boundary right there like yeah i'll do it for you but you're gonna pay me yeah so that way these people can start getting jobs and and actually making money that they can live off of for sure instead of like you're saying break your body and you make a dime yeah you can't live off of that no health insurance <laughs> no it's just funny it's like, especially when you're older too I just think yeah. more about that kind of stuff now nowadays yep. I'm just like is this really worth my time is this worth my effort like I don't know yeah I mean it's one of those things that you know there's what less than 1% of the population of the world that ever experiences what you experience you know what I mean? Mm, I'm yeah. 40 years old, and I look at my peers at 40 years old that aren't dancers. Yeah. And if they fall down, they get really hurt. <laughs> and if I fall down, I roll out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad skill to learn, my friends. Nope. Not bad at all. <laughs> but yeah, um, just been dancing a lot more, practicing a lot more, and... Just working now. My uh, winter season at my main job is is up, so now I'm starting my whole new season, going out, out working outside, talking to customers and everything. So, yay! It's gonna get busier for you. Yeah. So, how's the cleaning business? It's pretty good. It's kind of stagnant right now, which isn't a bad thing, but I would like to put a little more effort into it. It's just hard to do that when you know i'm spending my energy and time elsewhere yeah so that's a hard one yeah it's like taking that leap i think at that, some point i want to but it's like when is the right time to do that that's just kind of like the question you know it's like one of those things when if you close one door <laughs> a bunch more open that's for sure you just gotta trust the process yeah i mean that's like my motto right now <laughs> The cool thing is, like, that job will always be there for me, be, be there for me, you know? Yeah, totally. I guess it's a good time right now, because there's a lot of companies that are hiring, like, they're hurting for people, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Dude, when I was, when I was out there interviewing, or not interviewing, uh, training. Yeah. <clears throat> freaking, like, the 20 people in my class all were had interviews scheduled for other airlines while were they were there. <laughs> really? Oh, God yeah. Damn. Because that's how desperate people are. Yeah. That's so, unheard of. Where is everybody? There's more people in America than ever. What, what are they living off of? How are they? I don't know. Okay. Maybe after the pandemic, everybody's like, I just want to... Making TikTok videos. I want to make TikTok videos. I want to become TikTok famous. Well, I mean, we're podcasting. Like, People started their own businesses. True. Yeah. Nobody wants, and that's the that's the other problem is, you know, these companies are dying, they they're hurting, they need people, but they're paying you shit. 
Yeah. You can't live off of the stuff that they're paying you. So That's for sure. what do you do? You know what I mean? Like something's got to give. Something something's has got to give. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah. That's that's the crazy thing is I <laughs> there's places that'll Freaking Del Taco's hiring people for like $19 an hour. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you kidding me? You have to work the night shift, but yes. Holy 19 shit. bucks an hour. Well, good for Del Taco, I guess. But guess what, folks? You can't survive on $19 an hour. You really can't. You can't. Yeah. Even Target, places like that are hiring for $18 an hour. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and I can't even make it by myself. That's... Like, yeah. To rent a room, like, by myself. I could probably do it, but I would definitely be paycheck to paycheck. I could not save anything. Yeah. That's the crazy thing, dude. Like, And it's like that all over the... All over the country. I told Andrea, I was like, hey... Maybe we should buy a house in Puerto Rico because I can buy a fucking condo. Puerto Rico! I could buy a condo, a nice condo in Puerto Rico for like $30,000 right now. <sighs> That's we'll nothing. Buy a house in Oklahoma? Yeah, same thing. Just go out in the middle of nowhere, buy a couple chickens. <sighs> a couple chickens? Here's a house for 120000 Three bedroom, two bathroom. Yeah. Started your own farm. <laughs> Seriously. We joke with Jace about that. Like he's just dying to start his own farm. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> all the shit that's going down, you know. <laughs> Not a bad idea. It's I would crazy. Have some uh, organic jalapeno peppers. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Get some chickens. Get some organic eggs. That's what's up. But yeah, I don't know. Buy a cow. Nothing else is uh, really new, honestly. Just kind of doing the same old, same old. Sticking to the routine. Routine of life right now. Just trying to save up. And then, yeah, eventually I would like to make that jump. I'll quit my job. I want to quit sooner now than what I thought. Yeah. I'm just tired of it. It's, yeah, I hear you, man. Even when I owned Element, it was like, God, I want to get the hell out of that job. It made it harder to go to. Well, it's just like what you were saying earlier. It's like, I think a big part of life is like learning new things, you know? Like, you remember as a kid, you, you get like really excited. And I mean like really excited. You just feel like you could fly with all the excitement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I haven't had that feeling in the longest time. And I feel like the only way for me personally to really feel that is to kind of like learn new things, you know? Right. Like the last time I think I can really like, like feel something like that was riding a motorcycle, you know, like by myself and just like going, just flying. Like, dude, that felt like so, like such freedom, such excitement. I don't know. It was great. Yeah. Like that's the kind of stuff like I want to like do. And it just gets life gets old and dull when you're just doing the same thing and you're not learning anymore you're absolutely right I mean even going through this training it was 
it was really hard, but it was really refreshing, yeah, like I said. You're learning, like, cool shit. Like, what you're, you're saying, like, totally. CPR and what do you do in, like, a, I don't know, like, a terrorist situation. Yeah. What do you do in a terrorist situation? How to, yeah. Like, Lots of a, different things. Yeah, those are tremendous skills that they're, they're teaching you. Yeah. And that's, like I said, I had that epiphany. Like, hey, I just kind of like learning. I like, I the aviation industry intrigues me. Mm-hmm. And the the side effect of learning all of that is becoming like a pilot, which is a good side effect because they make good money. But it's just an, you got to find something that you're really, truly interested in and just dive into it. Oh, yeah. Because who knew? <laughs> I never thought I'd be a part of the aviation industry. Uh, have you ever thought about like all the other talents you'd be really good at? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I fucking never wanted to go. I never wanted to go to college. Mm. I just was, when I got out of school, I was like, I never want to go back. Yeah. But if it's something that's really hyper-focused, like becoming a flight attendant or a pilot or, you know, a trade or something like that, it's way more interesting because it's just hyper-focused on that one thing. Yeah. You're not aimlessly learning shit. You're just, you're learning for a reason. And that's what inspires me. Where I have a friend that goes to college. He's my age. He's, he'll take a class just randomly, just because he loves to learn. Wow. He's not, he works for UTA. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's high up in there and he makes good money doing it. But he goes to college and takes all different kinds of things. Shit. Business class, one week, anatomy, and next. It's like... Why are you doing this? He's like, I just love learning. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you can do that too if you want. <laughs> I choose not to. <laughs> I need to have a purpose on why I'm learning. Uh, yeah, I'm the same way with you though. <laughs> but I think it's cool. Keeps him, that's what keeps him going. And it's even like when you, <laughs> when you learn a new move that you've been trying. Like, can you imagine the day that you yeah. get air tracks? You finally get air tracks. What that's going to feel like to I'll you? I'll cry. Yeah. I'll you're going to feel like you're... Fall to my knees and I'll have tears in my face. That's how it was for me. Well, I didn't get tears in my eyes, but learning how to windmill. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh my God, I can do it. You feel like you're fucking flying. Yeah. You got to figure it out, man. Stuff like that. But yeah, now now is the time to find the industry that you want to be in and go for it. Yeah. Some new energy in the universe. Everybody's fucking hiring. Go be an electrician. (laughs) Fuck that. Don't be an electrician. (laughs) They make good money. I've heard ups and downs about being an electrician. That's with everything, right? Before I got this job, my friend was trying to make or trying to get me to come be an electrician with him. He worked at PCA with me, and he's just like, "Dude, you should you should be an electrician, bro." I'm like, I have no interest in being an electrician at all. Yeah. He's like, I was, I didn't either, but then I started learning about it, and it's super interesting, bro. I'm like, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> We're good. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hard pass. Hard fucking pass. Sweet. Are you gonna? I mean, what is your goals? What? What do you want to do? What are you interested in, ultimately, besides dance? <clears throat> Whoa. Good question, right? What am I interested in? Yeah. I would definitely... I think right now, at this stage of my life, it's de- it's definitely travel. You know what I mean? I think I want to like travel more, experience more, get more exposure to like different cultures. Try new foods, right? You know what I mean. Um, yeah, that's I don't know. That's kind of like just really been on my mind for the past like couple months. It's just stuff like that. And that's why I like you know building the business is to like help me achieve that time. You know, right? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you need to grow your business so you can travel. No, just taking some time right now. Cause it's right right now I'm working part time. It's weird because it's like <clears throat> I moved to part time, but I'm making money in like a lot of different ways. You know what I mean? Right. Like I'm doing shows, or I win a battle, or I'm teaching. You know what I mean? It's just flowing to you right now, right baby. Now. It's kind of weird. You just got to keep that energy going. For real. Right That's now I dope. Got to pay like. Five different tax forms, though. <laughs> <laughs> because pain in the ass. Taxes. Did you do your taxes yet? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Taxes suck ass. Yeah, pay taxes all year long to pay taxes again. The government. Especially when you own your own business. Yeah. Oh, you get raped. You made money? The government. The government. It's, yeah. I hate taxes. I hate. Oh, capitalism. The government in general, like, whatever. But. Dude. I don't know if I should switch gears like this, but. Switch it. Fuck it. What do you think about the whole Ukraine thing and Russia thing? Oh, shit. (laughs) You told me to do it. Tell me to do it. And I didn't know. So, just, I did not know this was happening until about five days ago. Oh, really? Because I was still in training. You were like... (laughs) Shit didn't exist to me, man. Your little bubble. And I got out of training, and I was like, uh, what the fuck is going on? Haven't you heard? COVID doesn't exist anymore. It's all about the war. That's exactly what I heard. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I think it's uh, it's all bullshit. As far as like Russia's in, I, it's a joke. Yeah. It's like, I I really feel for Ukraine. I think a lot of us do, honestly, or at least a lot of a lot of the people that I know. Like, what's the, like, I was having this conversation a while ago. What's really crazy is like, dude, you can see like on fucking TikTok, like in real time, like tanks crushing vehicles and I saw missiles that. fucking blowing up buildings and <clears throat> people are just like <clears throat> living their lives like pumping up gas and they just hear gunshots bullets and missiles exploding and 
it's just weird, you know what I mean? Just like kind of yep. listening to it and hearing and seeing all that, and it, it was hard. I think there was one day it really like kind of got to me. It was just like I just felt bad. I just I don't know. And that's a touchy subject because, <sighs> like, Why, who the what fuck do you is supporting do? Russia right now? Well, besides China, those two nations alone are scary as air quotes. They're scary. Support. I don't know. <clears throat> well, and maybe was it North Korea or South Korea? North Korea. I think it's North Korea. South Korea is like the good one. North Korea is the bad one. They're all the. They're all communist countries. I don't know if they're supporting each other, but it's just a scary thing. They would support each other for like two minutes to take out everyone else, and then they would turn against each other. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm just going, I'm just thinking to myself, let's not get involved here. It sucks. It's not our fight. I d- I'm telling you right now, it's just going to start World War Three. That's what it's going to do. I think Russia will lose it, though. Well, whatever. The devastation is not worth it. It is not worth it. Because right now, Ukraine is not a NATO country. But NATO countries are starting to... Support Ukraine? Support it? I, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. And that's the thing. We will not go into Ukraine, from what I understand, and do anything until NATO, a NATO country is involved. Right. But from what I understand is Ukraine was kind of basically... Well, Ukraine was a part of Russia before, right? Yeah. The USSR or whatever. And that's why they, they want Ukraine... Russia wants Ukraine back. Because Ukraine was wanting to be a NATO nation, like join with NATO, and Russia, they didn't want... Russia just wants its resources. Yeah. Russia didn't want Ukraine as, you know, bordering their country, a NATO nation. (laughs) From what I don't know, the whole thing... Jace explained it to me perfectly. It was like Ukraine broke off from the relationship of Russia and it because it was so toxic. And then now Russia's like trying everything it can to get back (laughs) with Ukraine. (laughs) Some toxic shit, dude. Russia needs to just let it go and (laughs) do its own thing. (laughs) Well, even like the Baltic states and... uh, what is it called? Poland and all of them. They were all part of Russia. The USSR at one point. Yeah. That's probably Are like they going to attack they, them next? They, they know what it's like getting conquered by freaking Russia. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's unnecessarily terrifying. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. There's so many people in this world that... More people support Ukraine than they support Russia. Yes, that. Oh, that's totally. A fact. Yes, hands down. There's more uh, countries that are part of NATO than are part of like Russia, with a relationship with Russia. You guys are looking at me like that's some bullshit I made up. It's not. Oh no, I look that shit up. Anyway, I my point. I'm on. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, 
But just like I watched a ton of rallies from Russia, like s- Russian civilians, and there's like just they're pissed. Mil- yeah, they're like yeah. millions and millions of people that are just supporting not to have this war, you know, and they're getting arrested. There's I think it was like I saw a number of like six thousand Russians or something that got arrested. Damn. I mean, like, doesn't that say something? You know what I mean? It's like, damn, like, almost like half the whole population is against this. You know what I mean? And right. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, why? I, I, I don't even know the god honest truth of why. This is just the stuff that I heard. You know what I mean? It's just resources, man. It's just power waving that big dick around that's all it is <laughs> i don't know that's all it is it's very it's very scary but yeah prayers out to ukraine all those people like hope shit ends soon you know what i mean i don't know how it's gonna look yeah but. i don't know how it's i don't know how it really end honestly but that's crazy Hopefully we'll get better. Yeah. We'll see. I want to go back to my bubble. You should. (laughs) Let's change the subject. I just got really sad. Yeah. Uh, That's, yeah. Anyway. I don't even know what to change it to. My mind's on Ukraine. Yeah. Politics. Um... Had something else that I was gonna bring up and I forgot. Think hard. Damn it, man. Remember Remember who you are. Okay, wait. Okay. This is completely opposite of what we were just talking about. I love it. So you've seen the trailer for Doctor Strange. Oh god. Two. Yeah, I'm bringing it here, okay? I have not. Alright. I keep seeing, like, all these things about Tom Cruise being the new Iron Man. What? How? I don't know. And I want to know if it's true or not. People are probably screaming at me right now. I'm not kidding you. I'll have to look this up for myself. But I think, like, because it's the multiverse of madness, he's, like, a, a from a different verse, universe, I guess. I don't know. Tom Cruise, though? Right? I'm going to look this up. Do it. I'm going to show you. And you're going to go, what? What? Anyways. Every time I hear Tom Cruise, I just think of Scientology. (laughs) Would you ever become a Scientologist? I have to, like, learn more about it. (laughs) No. She's saying, hell no. (laughs) Mm Mm-mm. We actually did some, like, shows for Scientologist Church before. How was that? Interesting. This has to be fake. This is some fake shit. That is some fake shit. I'm not kidding, bro. That's some fake shit. What are you showing me right now? Doctor Strange 2, why fans think Tom Cruise replaces Robbie Downey Jr. as MCU's Iron Man. Why fans think. Who cares about what fans think? Listen. Fans of Tom Cruise. I don't know, man. 
Uh, he's showing me these fake, stupid images, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not buying anything on it. I don't know why they exist. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? Um, It's getting late. My bedtime's you getting it up. It's 9.50. I'm trying to prioritize my sleep more. Come on. YOLO. Feel good about myself. YOLO, bro. Have energy. Heal my body. God damn. Um. <laughs> Let's see. You're on call when you get your schedule. When? Tomorrow? Hopefully. I don't even know. I don't I've know been... how many times we're going to be able to do this. I've been super stressed <laughs> out about it, actually, all day. Because... Uh feel bad we haven't posted anything either but well i'll be able to do it now because i'll have time even if i take it with me and we do it over zoom sweet because i don't i don't have to train anymore so when i'm on layovers i i'm not going to be doing anything tight so we'll have more time then we can do that and we can do it also when i'm here Because I should be here for at least four days at a time. Yeah, we should get some more guests. I'll have to think of that next time you're here. Try to plan it out. Yeah. Plan a day or something. Who did we have lined up before? We had a couple people. We still need to get the diss on here. I don't know. Lost my list. Um. You hear that, Eric? You're coming on. (laughs) You're kidding. You're coming on here. You don't have a choice. You're on next. <laughs> You're up. It's funny. Oh, dude. The other thing, funny, while I was out in training, there was two other people in my class that both had podcasts. I was like... What was it about? One of them was a gaming one. They like talked about video games and stuff like that. Hot. And I don't know what... That's the hot. Other girls' podcast was about hot, but everybody, we all brought our mics, oh, and nice. none of us used it. Used it, shit. But we talked about doing a podcast together. Like, well, maybe we should just get together <clears throat> one night. Fuck no. Sorry, you. Oh, it's your day off tomorrow. Guess what? <laughs> you need to read two hundred pages. You need to answer ninety questions, and you need to study for two tests tomorrow. Day off. Pfft. You thought wrong. Damn. Tell us. Well, I'm glad he passed. Yeah. Cause here you are, and then things are gonna get better. Survived on Denny's and McDonald's. Oh, it's disgusting. It was so bad. So bad. Let's feed you shit food. Well, I'm you over can memorize it. all this shit. I never want to see a Denny's again in my life, or a McDonald's. Me me neither alright well I'm out of stuff to talk about it's 10 o'clock alright my bedtime's up let's call it okay yes ladies and gentlemen this is a reality check this is where we've been at this is what's been happening time stamp it baby um again it really Mm -hmm. helps us if you could share like subscribe you know all the above Yada yada yada. Um, you can go to our Instagram page, which is the talk underscore kings. 
kings with a Z at the end. And click on the uh, link and the info yeah. in that description. We're on Spotify. If you don't have Spotify. Yeah. We have Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Google Podcast. And a couple other ones. Um, but yeah. Please like, subscribe, and share. And again, tell your mother. Tell your father. Tell your, your daddy. Tell your sister. Tell... Tell your champions. Tell your dogs. Tell your dogs. My dog was so happy to see me. <laughs> your dog's a little attention whore. She was an attention whore. Anyways, have a great rest of your day, evening, afternoon, whatever. Whatever. Whatever.